0: Life, and the life we give to others, is the greatest reward. Listen to our guests reward us with their life and life's journey, today on The Escavelio Show. Well, hit record already. Welcome back to another episode of The Escavelio Show. I have my good friend, Tushar. And you probably know Tushar. He is everywhere. I'm talking everywhere. Now you might think that you know with a name like Tushar, he's very, very um, what's the word? Full of wisdom. And you are right, Escavelo Empire. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, a couple weeks ago I, I reached out to Tushar because I couldn't get this Instagram thing. Listen, I'm telling you, get out a piece of paper and listen. His method on Instagram will 10x your account. I'm telling you, that is the benefit. Besides his wisdom, you know, he is going places, he's everywhere, including India. There you go. Tushar, welcome to the Escavelo Empire and introduce yourself.
1: Hello, Ryan, and hello dear. Listeners, the Escovalio Empire. I'm so honored to be over here. And Ryan, you don't know, I had such a big smile while you were introducing me. It was such a sweet introduction. I thank you very much for that.
0: No, thank you, Tushar. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Yes, and uh, it we I've already uh, uh, the Escovalio Empire. uh, We have already recorded. A podcast before this, in which I had interviewed Ryan, and uh, that was one really nice and intense podcast with really deep messages. And uh, now I'm on the Escovalio show, so it's a great honor. And both of our uh, podcasts are in the same name format like mine is called the Tushar Show, and his is the Escovelio Show. So they're going to be great podcasts, I can foresee that.
0: It's great because Tushar is, has so much full of wisdom. His guests have wisdom. And, you know, the great thing about wisdom, it's invaluable when you apply it to your life. Right. So sit back, listen, or if you're driving, keep driving. <laughs> and don't worry, we're going to provide the links and where you can find the Tushar show right. in the show notes. But let's get started. So, right. Tushar, Tell us where you're from.
1: Yes. So, uh, hello again, Escovelio Empire. I'm from India. I reside in Bangalore, India, which is in the southern state of Karnataka. And I'm originally from Karnataka, uh, from Bangalore itself. And I'm 19 years old right now.
0: Wow, 19. I'm telling you. At nineteen, his mindset is six. Su- it's set on success. That's why it's. <laughs> it is set on success. Right. Because if, if I'm sure, some of you, some of you, my listeners, know Tushar from the Facebook groups. He is everywhere, including mine. I'm
1: telling you. <laughs> yes. So, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to about talk about Tushar,
0: Tushar, Tushar. okay and and instagram and the tushar show right it's gonna be great right 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 so india Mm -hmm. and we are i I think um if you're looking at the world Mm -hmm. india it is 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 asia right 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 somewhere in
1: the central of asia somewhere to i think left like uh China's if China is the center of Asia is just beside China.
0: Oh, awesome! Yes. And and people. I mean, this is not a history podcast, but let me tell you a little history about India. Mm-hmm. Now, now, India is probably one of the oldest cultures and civilizations next to China. Probably, right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is is the Harappan
1: civilization? Yes, that's the
0: oldest. Oh. Okay, they the oldest. There you go. Thank you. Right, right. Now, we're talking thousands, thousands of years of culture, wisdom, and more wisdom. You right. Know, India is famous for a lot of things. Except, right. And their food. Let me tell you that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the food is delicious here. Um, what's that one? Uh, curry. I love curry. Lots, <laughs> of chicken. lots of chicken. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
1: So have you had it in some indian joint over there
0: Oh yes it's very popular here in the states
1: Oh okay nice
0: India also has a very interesting culture now <laughs> um it's called the the caste caste system mm. right where if you're born to certain I don't know if it's families, occupations, or we'll just keep it simple, groups. Mm-hmm, there you go. Mm-hmm. And for everybody who doesn't know, in these caste systems, you're in that group, and and it's very hard, almost impossible, to get to another group. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it's just the way that the, the society is set up there, hey. where it's almost impossible to change your mindset and the great thing that I like about Tushar, he's 19. He's already changing his mindset. He's mm-hmm. not going. To, I don't know if you've been to the universities over there. I don't know if you've been to medical school or, you know, because your job and it's so much different from podcasting. Your job or your occupation really dictates your life success. Hey. See how they, hey. how they plan it out for you. They give you a plan, and you either accept it. And most people do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But when I'm talking to Tushar, he changes all that. He <laughs> is, has such an open mind where there's so many possibilities, and he is there no matter what time of the day. Because let me tell you, at 10 o'clock at night, I'm looking at Facebook, I'm looking at Instagram, I'm looking at all these platforms, and Tushar is right there, <laughs> and, there and there and there and there. You know, trust me, people. At 19, I was eating burritos,
1: cars, <laughs> and chasing girls. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I love your Facebook posts. You, you post some cute ones.
0: I, I try. I,
1: do. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. You You posted some something on Facebook which, which I recently liked. I uh, don't remember the posts. Like but... them all, people. Like them all. <laughs> so tell, tell us right. something about tell us something about your family there tushar right yeah so uh, before before the family uh, i'll tell you about the caste system which you mentioned
0: oh absolutely go ahead
1: yes so uh, the caste system is it's like um, it's like what you said you, you're born into a particular caste and it was more prevalent and stronger in uh, it is it is more prevalent and stronger in the villages and the rural areas of India, where once you're born into a cl- uh, caste, there are like upper castes and there lower castes, and there are a whole range of castes. So it's like the upper castes are have some other privileges and the lower castes aren't given those privileges. They're denied those privileges. And it, it is an unfortunate situation because that, that, that is not how... Uh, Humanity should work or, I mean, we shouldn't be segregated based on to which family we are born. I mean, everyone deserves everything. So uh, so the whole government and everybody is trying to move towards a more secular and equal society. And we are trying to uh, diminish and kind of abandon the caste system. And uh, as a country, we are doing that bit by bit. But uh, we are still struggling, and then there are all sorts of uh, repercussions and complexities in this whole system because it's not so long ago since we've actually left it. In the cities, it is less prevalent. In the villages, it is more prevalent. But in the olden times it was a very, very strict norm to follow. So if if you were born to the upper caste, you couldn't even have uh, drink water offered by someone of a lower caste you couldn't eat in the same plate you couldn't visit the same temples you couldn't go around the same area or walk the same streets it was it was ridiculous actually but people followed it so strictly and believed in it so so strictly they thought the gods will be angry or they had their own uh institutional mindsets which were very hard to break But there were revolutionary leaders who kept standing up. B.R. Ambedkar is one of them. And uh, he took very bold steps. Even uh, the father of our nation, Gandhiji, was uh, in the support of the lower caste people. And he called them that they were workers of God. The Harijans who were the lower caste people. He called them the workers of God. So uh, there was a lot of effort put into creating an equal society. And then, I mean, that's when they started creating a system of reservation because uh, the lower caste people didn't get opportunities as the upper caste people. So, they were given a reservation so that the next generation had better opportunities. Uh, So, now what is happening is that the people... So now, now in the cities, it's like a big mix. You, you really don't know what's happening. The the people who are supposedly belonging to lower class castes are getting their reservation, even though they might have gotten out of that uh, stage of being discriminated. They might have gotten into and uh, they might have gotten into a Period in their life where they're well off and they are no more uh, with the scarcity of resources, or they're no more facing that kind of discrimination they were facing back in the village or back in those times. But they're still getting the opportunities of the reservation, and that is kind of cutting out on the people who really deserve it. So, people who don't deserve it as much are getting those opportunities. And people who deserve it aren't getting those opportunities. So it's a little complex over here in India. So that's that's a brief kind of overview of the situation. And I'm not uh, expert enough to comment on the specific like the specific details and everything. But uh, a broad overview of how the caste system is presently this is this is a broad overview of that.
0: Oh, thank you, Tushar. I think, yes. uh, like most people, they want to go to that negative view of the caste system. Um, mm-hmm. I try to understand. I don't approve of it, of course, but I try to understand the the purpose of the caste system. And you know, for the times that it was, you know, for the times that in history, because you got to understand, mm-hmm. understand something. You got to understand some Mesoamerican Empire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you're organizing people, you give them mm-hmm. one singular task. Okay. You're, right. you're a metal worker. Your whole family is going to be metal workers. You're right. a farmer. Your whole family. So in a sense, you and your family are the experts in metalworking, experts in farming. So when right. um, the king or the emperor comes down and says, "Who do I task to make me food?" Mm-hmm. You know, right. automatically people think, "Oh, there's the slave. Go make me my food, slave." You know, and a benevolent king. Or emperor, mm-hmm. a leader would say, "I value your skills as a farmer. I value your skills, right. and and honor them. See, and, and that's right. you know. And of course, people will be people, and then you'll get the evil king, and you know they'll step on people. And some people right. don't like to be stepped on. <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. So, so like, it it is it is uh to a degree what you're saying is true. The caste system came out as a way to organize." the people into different kind of workforces so there were people who from the lowest level of cleaning the streets and cleaning uh cleaning the toilets to the uh, highest level which were the priests or the uh, pundits in the temples so and and then of course there was the royalty so the the kings so uh I mean, it was created, like you said, for having such a task force to organize the community. But what didn't actually go right was the way they discriminated against the lower caste people. They didn't honor their work or they didn't give value to them, which which was something that wasn't right. It's like taking the humanity away from the human. So that's where, uh. Things started going down way. Like the down spiral was where you didn't accept them as humans. You started devaluing them. So that that's what was wrong. And I mean, it's it's a complicated topic, and uh, there are a whole bunch of other things to consider before, uh, kind of saying that. I mean, the metal worker should just be working on metal, or it's 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 a uh, it's a complicated kind of this thing it isn't very simple to say maybe if we both went and witnessed this in real life somewhere in the past where it was taking place with our current mindset we could be a better judge but even me sitting in India uh, I'm not a good enough judge to talk about the caste system because i haven't seen it in action i haven't seen it in real play in the sense in a village and how people are discriminated i've heard a lot of stories because this was taught to us in school in our syllabus so we are aware Mm -hmm. about it but we haven't seen it once we see it we realize all the other things that are not right with the system or which could be better and improved
0: oh absolutely you know yes. um, the reason I I bring up the caste system, because mm-hmm. if you if you take it one step further, it's that mindset of okay, this is my purpose. This mm-hmm. I've been put on this earth for this time to be a farmer, to be a metal worker, to be hey. king. And every so often, every other generation, every generation, there is that mm-hmm. one person who dreams about being something. More than what people tell them, and especially oh, yes. in your family, they want you to be successful. They want you to be a doctor. They want you right. to be working computers. So right. they have this mindset of your success, and they never ask Tushar what you want. What do you dream right. about? What right. What are your grand ambitions? You know,
1: right. So right. tell and, me about that. Yeah. So they, 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 <laughs> <laughs> they so, are
0: uh, yeah so what does your family want you to be Tushar
1: yes so uh, you're right about the fact that uh, I mean every family member wants their next generation to be very successful but they make the mistake of defining their success by their standards and they give them an idea of what success is and they inbrain it or implant it in their brain saying that so this is success and this is what you're supposed to do. And that isn't true because success is what the person feels for himself. It's not what someone else says for you. In the same way, uh, even the people, there's so many people who've broken the caste system, who've broken their social barriers and there're so many great men and women in our country who uh, fought the mindsets of and fought the beliefs of, and the mindset of the people who uh, considered, I mean, who were very strict and or very closed in their mind, they broke such barriers, and again and again, they proved the country that they're more than just what the uh, general public opinion is. So that that's one thing, and the second is that ever ever so often, when someone decides to take a step for himself. That's when he starts to uh, kind of cultivate his own dream. So in my house, it was, it was, I was, firstly, I'm very blessed to have uh, generous and accommodating parents. They've been very, very supportive towards my journey. And, uh, and I wouldn't blame them for the fact that even they didn't know. So they are also kind of learning even parents, in a way, are learning about the world every day. So it's changing for them too. It's new for us, that is one thing, but it's even newer for them because uh, 15 years ago, the only two options or two options that a child had, or my uncle and my father, the two brothers, they had to be either an engineer or a doctor. So that was the best of the two choices. And everybody took one of those all my father's cousins took one of those all 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 the people they either they took became a doctor or an engineer or they uh, continued their family's business by becoming by being a part of the family business so there wasn't much choice and there was definitely not podcasting or video youtube all that wasn't heard of at that time so uh, so my father, when I was in 10th, he told me that you two take science, you two take biology, take physics, chemistry, biology, and maths. That's the best option. And from there you have a diverse range of options to choose from. And I went ahead with that because that was the done thing. And, uh, there was a lot of confusion at that, at that time. You don't know what you're going to do. And that confusion is there for so many, uh, students of my age right now Mm -hmm. but uh, I went ahead with science and after two years of science I graduated from school and then uh, and then while I I was I was uh, preparing for my 12th standard exams that's when you graduate after 12 years of schooling I was actually preparing for becoming a doctor because my father is a doctor and he was in the second best medical college of India, AFMC, Armed Forces Medical College. Oh wow! And it was my, yeah, it was my dream to be in the same college as my father. Because I loved, honestly speaking, I just loved the parties of that college. <laughs> 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 and I wanted to go there to party every year on the 4th of August, which is the founding day of AFMC.
0: Oh wow!
1: yes, and they had really grand parties and it's it's a it's a royal college because it's it's uh funded by the army it's a government college, and they have very very good facilities and they produce excellent doctors so oh, wow. I was always it was my dream to be uh a part of that college because one my father was from that college and two I wanted to attend those parties and have that college life that my father experienced. But mm-hmm. I wasn't accounting for the enormous amount of studies that would go into uh, for <laughs> being a, a doctor. And at that time, I felt that I was prepared and I would do anything to get in for, uh, to become a doctor. But oh, wow. while preparing for the entrance exam, and now we have over two lakh. 2 lakh is around uh, 200,000 aspirants who want to attend this exam. 2 to 3 lakh people. Uh, That's about uh, like 300,000 people want to Uh attend this exam. And guess how many seats are there? I don't know, about 10? 126. I was a little
0: off, but Okay.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yes. So there, there are 126 seats and there are 300,000 uh, students applying and oh. the competition is intense again. So uh, I had to start preparing for competitive exams and I joined a, a test series to do that. And I mean, the long story short, it was a mess. I couldn't kind of cope up with the pressure of studies. And uh, I wasn't able to grasp physics at all, which was around 25% of the whole paper. My basics of physics from 11th standard were unclear. And they just kept becoming more muddled up as I went into 12th. Because concepts from 11th were being applied in 12th. Oh, wow. And uh, chemistry was also rocky. And biology, it had such a vast syllabus, I was able to cover very less. So in Um, the end, I decided not to give the exam at all. And I was very clear that I didn't want to be an engineer because I didn't want to solve so much maths and I didn't find any application of it. So engineering was already out. I was just trying to prepare to become a doctor. And that too kind of, uh, towards the end, I decided that it's, it's not worth the effort. I'd rather do something creative and that enriches me. And it was just during this journey where, I was feeling I needed the, I needed motivation to study subjects like physics that I started a podcast of my own to motivate myself and my friends to keep on studying, to be good. I think the ulterior motive of the podcast was to just motivate myself enough to study and get into a college like AFMC. And, okay. Uh, But it led to something else. It led to something bigger. The podcast itself flourished for me. And I felt that I can just take the podcasting ahead. And somewhere down the line, I let go of the goal of going to AFMC. I let go of the goal of going to the other colleges. And I joined uh, Shrishti, which is a college, Shrishti Institute of Art, Design and Technology. And I joined a course called Creative Education, in which we kind of think about how to create a more inclusive education system and how to create a more fun education system, which I was having a lot of trouble with while I was in school. And I felt that we needed a better set of teachers and train teachers the right way. So all this, I was hoping to learn in creative education. And uh, during, during this journey, like just before I joined college, my father funded the podcast. He's my chief patron and uh, i mean the podcast is up on itunes and i can't be more thankful to him for that so he supported me all the way and in college when i decided mid mid year that it's not working out in college and i want to take a break to do podcasting properly because i'm not able to handle both of them together my father uh, agreed to that too i mean it was it was kind of a uh, kind of a turmoil at home because I was leaving mid-year but uh, I told he he kind of he said it's okay if you do that at least uh," I mean he considered my mental health and the fact that I was getting too stressed out in college and he uh, considered that I was happier outside college and he felt later he felt that it was good I took a break so he supported my decision and he's full-time he helped me develop my website and uh, he's providing me with a lot of moral support and he's my biggest fan so uh, my father uh, earlier he wanted me to become whatever I wanted to become and I wanted to initially become a doctor because he was a doctor and I wanted to join his college for all the uh, not not uh, true reasons but i mean side reasons whatever reasons i had i wanted to join his college to become a doctor well not well thought of reasons so now again he's supporting me to become whatever i want to be which is a podcaster right now and a musician and he's uh, helping me that helping me in that by putting me into music and drumming classes so he's he's being a really good dad
0: oh he sounds like an awesome dad let's let's take a, a quick break I'm going to hold two shot over and we're going to talk about his podcast, his Don't Go Nowhere, Don't Go Nowhere, his $1. $0.80 cents method on Instagram and there were of course a world famous secret bonus question Don't Go Nowhere. Do you want to understand the opposite sex? Start with a classic. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus on audiobook. To receive your free copy, please visit ryanmichaelescoville.com/slash. Resources, and we're back with Tushar, the Instagram legend. People, the Instagram legend. <laughs> his, let me tell you something about his dollar eighty cent method. I do not get social media. I do not. I do not. I do not. But his dollar eighty method will stun you and take your Instagram count to new heights. So, Tushar, are you still with us?
1: Yes, I am.
0: All right, so tell everybody about your dollar 80 cent method on Instagram.
1: right. Uh, so what I would like to say first is uh, I don't want to take a hundred percent credit for uh, this method because I learned it from someone. I learned it from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk if you've heard his name. Uh, but yeah oh I, yeah who has not Yes, yes. so he he talked about this method and uh in the sense he he talked about it maybe he wasn't too serious when he was talking about it but he kind of described this and i called it a method like okay do this and it'll get results so uh, again i i wouldn't like to take credit for it because i i also discovered it through a person but for sure i'd like to share this method because it works and it like you said it gives you uh, results it boosts your instagram 10x and i'm using it every day and i try to use it every day uh the days i'm trying to promote my social media so here's how the method goes uh take notes like ryan said if if you're looking to boost your social media and boost your podcast and boost your promotion and you've not heard of this uh, so i'm i'm helping out gary by spreading his message and uh, you can just take notes of how this method works ah oh, actually i formed some sub rules and all that i've just improvised on the method but the basic principle is from gary so i don't want to take uh, credit for that but uh, thank you ryan thank you for calling me an instagram superstar i, I like to hear that let's uh, go on to the method so it's called $1.80 now for this what i want you to do is download a virtual app called any any piggy bank virtual app on your phone and once you download that piggy bank then we move on so for every comment that you put on instagram it's it's called or referred to as leaving your two cents somewhere so if if you uh, comment on someone's picture saying that's nice or lovely picture, what the term used for that is that you left your two cents on his picture. So uh, when you are out there trying to create contacts and build relationships with people on social media, when you're reviewing posts, when you are reviewing uh, podcasts or blog posts, and you comment below saying that i felt that your blog was really insightful and here's here's what i think you can do more or here's where i really enjoyed i enjoyed this part you can say that that's you can call that as leaving your two cents so two cents is essentially 0.02 dollars now if you want to grow your instagram following from where you are and you want to grow it Organically, this is without uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook paid adver- advertisements as of now because uh, me and I know that some of you may not be uh, in the right, uh, I mean, you may not have the funds at the present moment, or you may want to monetize your podcast a little and then pour in funds into advertising. So, uh, to grow your Facebook account organically you can kind of search for hashtags that are relevant to you. So if if you are a, uh, if you have a bis- business of t-shirts, so you can search for hashtags related to styles of t-shirts like hashtag menswear or hashtag uh, sunglasses or hashtag uh, canvas shoes. Or if you're uh, a sports brand, you can... Search hashtag football and whatever the top results are, you go to such posts and you leave your two cents there. So you leave your two cents either by commenting something on such a post and referring other people to see such a post or by liking other people's comments because Instagram has an option of liking other people's comments. So for every four times you like someone else's comment, that is a two cent that you have left you have left your mark you have left your digital footprint on instagram and a notification will go into the other person's phone about your current activity that you just like this person's post or you just commented this about this person's post so consider this if you leave a comment 90 times on 90 posts that's leaving two cents 90 times you make $1.80. And 90 people in a day are getting to know that you have left a digital footprint on their account. So 90 people are essentially getting to know about you because of this two cent theory. And out of the 90, nine of them may click on your profile and five of them may follow you. So you don't need to expect I mean, a hundred percent response or reciprocity from every person that you like, but the more and more you do it and the more often you show up on people's pages, they start to recognize your user ID. They start to kind of develop a brand identity about you because you're over there and you're up there for so much time. So uh, they, they come back and they reciprocate and they like your posts and they comment. And it's all about engagement after all on Instagram. And from, from there, you, you have better statistics to show on your profile. And when people come, they see better statistics, then they follow. The, your likelihood of being followed is more. And uh, of course, it, this, is, this, this uh, is not to exclude the fact that you have to post quality content from the start. And keep trying to post content relevant to your brand, to your mission, to your statement, to your podcast or blog post every now and then. And uh, if if you really like someone's page, do go and personally message them and tell them that I liked your page and this is my page. So you kind of build contacts. So everything that you do is two cents. So every four likes you give to someone is considered as two cents. Every comment, comment can be, as small as true exclamation or sure exclamation or that's amazing exclamation or superb exclamation and uh, that's your two cents you're leaving a digital footprint and they're getting the notification so your job is getting done and that's much better and a much more efficient way than to reach out to people than to expect the whole world to come to your social page and see your one post that you've put up by you reaching out people will automatically come to your account and you'll get more uh, more visibility so it's all about going out there and doing it and uh, yeah. i guess yeah that uh, i told you about the four likes uh, one comment is two cents four likes is two cents and if you review an entire blog page by reading four or five blog posts and giving a critical a nice review to someone an honest authentic review give yourself 10 cents for that and if you review a podcast by listening to a single episode or if you listen to a single episode and review a podcast give yourself five cents for that if you listen to two episodes give yourself 10 uh, 10 cents and three episodes 15 cents so on and so forth but the uh, the real is be authentic don't do it for visibility and don't try to be the person who does it in a hurry and is just trying to get results. Don't be result oriented, be value oriented, try to give them value. That's, that's more important than expecting something in return, because if you give value and that one person feels really happy with you, he can change your world. He can, I mean, you don't know what the world is going to give you. So it's all about giving value to the other person rather than expecting value. So, The $1.80 theory is all about you giving maximum value to the world and to the people who are also trying to develop their businesses and grow their podcasts or blogs.
0: There you go, people. You've heard it from the master himself. (laughs) Tushar, the Instagram master. So if you're still lost, you're wrong, okay? But if you're still lost, let let me take a recap for you. You want to give your two cents. You're always giving your two cents to everybody who don't want it. When you're on Instagram, you want those two cents, don't you? Right. I'm telling you. So when you comment, apply, like, apply. (laughs) Like, comment, it's almost like people are getting to know, like, and trust you. Right. There you go. You're building that community. Right. Where people just get out there, put your two cents out there. For the people who want it. If I post something on Instagram, guess what? I want your two cents. I want your opinion. I want to see if you like it. So I don't waste my time doing something counterproductive. Right. Right.
1: And I think one thing I forgot to mention was that every time you put in a two cents or a four cents or a ten or five cents, go back to your piggy bank and uh, account for it so that it keeps you focused on your goal of reaching $1.80 rather than getting distracted with stalking a friend's whole Instagram page about his recent vacation or her recent photo shoot. Because you need to remember that you have limited time in a day and the impact you can create in one day is limited because you're not going to reach $1.80. And for me... I usually reach, and it's okay, even if you reach 40 or 50 cents a day, but it's important to just keep being consistent and showing up on Instagram and supporting the people who are trying to support you or trying to build a network with them. And uh, so if you keep accounting for the cents you're putting in on a daily basis, you are being focused every single time you're commenting on someone so after you account for it you kind of you mentally train yourself that okay i'm going back to instagram to find another post to put another two cents rather than get distracted and start chatting with the friend so the the uh the extra effort of accounting for the two cents every time you put a two cents is also very crucial so that you don't get distracted
0: there you go, people. Measure your success by the numbers. Right. I'm gonna put it very plain and simple. Right. For all you people who are sleeping in math class, <laughs> this is your time <laughs> to apply what you learned. Right. I'm telling you. Right. Right. All right, let's switch let's switch gears and let's talk about the Tushar Show. Yes. Your podcast, man. Yes. What what is it about? Where can we find it and let it rip?
1: Yes, so Ryan, you've been on the podcast and uh, you—you're my third international guest, so uh, that was amazing. And the the Tushar show is uh, an extension of my previous podcast called The Good Vibes. So the Good Vibes was very uh, content-friendly podcast. It was it was non-explicit. It was. Uh, it was nice and very, very pure topics. And uh, I'm continuing the same values of the Good Vibes onto the Tushar show. And uh, what is going to change is the fact that I'm going to make the Tushar show a broader topic, a broader, uh, there going to be broader range of topics and the style of podcasting is going to vary a lot. So it may go from uh, interviewing to interviewing about uh, particular things or discussing how to become better people. That's like something we did on our podcast interview together to something that may just be an interesting conversation between two people because I've also invited uh, travelers who have hiked mountains and people who've been to over 90 countries in the world and to share their experiences with the audience and what they can share uh with the audience and like you shared your experiences on the war and there are others who share their experience on uh, other things they've seen in life like uh, and some some people they're there to help teenagers overcome their problems and self doubt so it's it's like for the youth it's for an age group of 15 to 23 i mean that's what i hope but basically anyone can hear it and uh because there there is no age limit to the to the content but it i am hoping to be more in fact impactful for the youth who are growing up and trying to discover themselves and trying to discover what their mission is and uh hopefully i want to inspire someone to pursue podcasting and take that up as their profession and not get stuck or bound by the four walls of the education system because in our country right now everybody feels that education the education system is the upper limit of what you can achieve and they're going through the traditional route of getting a degree and joining a corporate job and uh, i'm I feel that that is taking out the individuality of a person. So I'm all about trying to cultivate the individuality of anybody. It may be through podcasting or something else that they may like, some kind of creative expression. And uh, that's what I hope to do by talking and speaking and bringing on guests who are doing that and taking a step in their life to express themselves. And this could be an example for. Uh, my listeners and the listeners of other podcasts to see that you can make a small difference by expressing yourself, and you feel good about it, and uh, you're being impact. You're being impactful, and yeah, so that's that's the whole motto of the Tushar Show to show that you can be authentic and you can be real and you can be happy with your life by uh, choosing your own path.
0: Choose your own path, people. Choose your own right. path, and don't get trapped. Don't get trapped in the four walls of your mind. Right. Right. I had a lot of fun on the Tushar show. I would do it again. In a heartbeat. <laughs> but another really good prince. Another really good principle came out of the Hindu culture was karma. Yeah. Now a lot of people are afraid of karma mm-hmm. because they say, if I do bad things, bad things will happen to me. And, and you're essentially right mm-hmm. because. Uh, if you lay with dogs, don't be surprised when you get fleas. Right. I'm telling you. Right. But another, I kind of see karma as a little slightly different. Mm-hmm. I see karma as a rock mm-hmm. dropping into the, uh, over the ocean of, of life. Mm-hmm. And when you drop that rock, there's ripples. Right. And no matter what, that rock is, maybe is your intent. There you go. Mm-hmm. That rock, it creates the ripples and it, changes other people's lives hey. so if i throw the rock of good intent out there then you know then i'm promoting karma see and the karma goes out to tushar to Shad, mm-hmm. to, sh- to all my other guests part of the esquivello empire mm-hmm. and you the esquivello empire because the things we do together mm-hmm. will create a better world for somebody else hey. And don't worry about good things coming back for you Mm -hmm. to you. Just give that intent to the world of putting something out there that's going to change somebody else's life. Right? Because I see that's what Gandhi did. Yes. You know, Gandhi was a really famous person in India, of course. Yes. But among the world, you know, he he stood up to the British Empire, and and I'm telling you, it was empire back then. Yes. Not so much of an empire now. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But. he never wore a uniform. he never picked up a rifle yes. he never you know as far as I know, he never said a bad word to the you know those 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 British people. Yes. He never had a, a an evil intent yes. he just wanted what was right and just for his his people yes you know and th- that's an awesome teaching yes you know? yes and i and I, I'm a firm believer in a higher power i I believe in the Christian God, the Jewish god, mm-hmm. the one god and you know, it's a great segue to our our last question with Tushar, mm-hmm. and I, I call it a secret question, but trust me, people, there's no secrets to these questions, <laughs> and it's the way we look at our lives. Because I, I said this to Tushar when I was on his podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, the book, the book of your life, not the book of life, but the book of your life has many chapters. Right. Some are better than others, but no one chapter is important, any less important than another. Right the beginning the end the middle and on and right. on but when you look back mm-hmm. on that life mm-hmm. and you are where you are now you you kind of have two different tracks in life right. you either have faith and you say this was God's plan mm-hmm. this was the this is the way things were meant to be mm-hmm. i'm supposed to be meant to be talking to Tushar mm-hmm. right after you know right after christmas cuz that's when this era. This podcast is going to air right after Christmas. Wow. Or, yeah, so if you believe in life things are meant to be, mm-hmm. then things are meant to be. Right. But on the flip side, some people believe that this these consequences are the, the consequences of my action. These are my choices. Mm-hmm. So I better make wise choices. Right. And from, from these wise choices, I will build right. my own free will. I will build my own perfect life. Right. And there are challenges, but... The way we see those challenges that we overcome are my choice. And mm-hmm. if there is a higher power toward the end, we'll discuss that, you know, when this life is over and we have much more time to discuss things. <laughs> right, right. So, Tushar. Yes. Do you believe that things are meant to be or are things meant to be our consequences of our own free will?
1: Yes. So.
0: What do you. Yeah, so I
1: I thought about this and one, uh, I mean, during a period of my life, I thought about this and uh, I got really, 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 really confused while thinking about it because it can really uh, turn your mind up and uh, it can, I mean, you start, this is, I started thinking on the lines of. So, if everything was meant to be the way it is meant to be, then whether I put hard work or not, I'm going to end up in the same place. Is it like that? But if it's like that, then I mean that doesn't guarantee i mean how can it be like that that, that then I question how can it be that if I don't put any effort, I'm not going to reach anywhere. So it means that I have to put in some effort, and with that effort, I'm going to reach in somewhere. So probably the answer lies in that you have to put in the effort. You have to put in your best and uh, kind of keep your head down and keep working on putting your best and giving your best. And the ultimate outcome, which will be something good, is kind of the destiny. So the work at hand currently is in your control. And if you keep putting the steps, you reach your destiny. So, if we were to look at it again, there is a destiny, but if you don't put in the work, you're never going to reach it. And the destiny, I guess, is a surprise for you. It may be. It. I feel. I always feel that it'll be larger than what you expected. So have a very big goal, and uh, it. You won't be disappointed by what you learn. And even if you feel that. You didn't get what you thought you'd get. If you look again, you would have always, always, I mean, God or the higher power would have always given you more than what you've asked for. You're just not looking at it correctly. He must have given you better insights, uh, better wisdom, better relationships. Or he must have bettered your life through the struggle you went in in some way. And uh, he's always giving you more than you ask for. So... I mean, ask for anything you want. He's always going to be able to give you more than that. So I do believe in free will and destiny at the same time, if it makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, it makes total sense. The way I the way I, I like to put it is this roller coaster mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. life. It has ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can see the ups, sometimes you can see mm-hmm. the downs. But it's your choice to get on that roller coaster of life, right. to enjoy it, to to to. you know, just get on there, people. Right. You know, Tushar has been you know has been generous, wonderful, <laughs> kind with his time. Thank you. Tushar. Welcome. You know, with your
1: word? welcome,
0: take his words of wisdom. Yes, people. and
1: as you say, the wisdom is invaluable when you apply it.
0: There you go, right? people. Apply and,
1: it. And uh, adding to the roller coaster analogy, you can either enjoy the roller coaster or you can scream your way through it. <laughs> it's your choice.
0: There you go, people. You choose. <laughs> choice. Right. Choices. Choices. Do it. Yep. It's been a wonderful roller coaster so far, Chisada. yes. I'm telling really, you,
1: Big really, really. And and you know what, <laughs> uh, Ryan? Good news. I found your. Uh, I found your uh, I found the post I really liked a lot on Facebook. So you shared this two tips for Christmas. First one, forget the past; you can't change it. And the second one is, forget the present. I didn't get you one.
0: <laughs> there you go, people.
1: Where do you find these things? <laughs> all, all over, all over the internet. Yeah, you're actually spreading a smile to someone. I mean, your posts are super cute. You you make an effort to, I guess, just spread the smile. It's 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 too good.
0: I, tr- I try. I try. <laughs> really so tell us where we can, where we can follow you, connect with you. Your website. Yes.
1: Uh, my website is thetusharshow.com. dot uh, com. Tushar has two a's, so it's T H E dot com, And you can find my social links there. But I'm uh, active on Instagram, like Ryan told you. At the rate, your underscore, local underscore, podcaster. And I'd reply to all of you, any of you. And I'd like to get in touch with any of you. If you uh, want to just hit me up with some questions or if you want to interview me for another podcast i'm more than willing to do that and uh i'm really really honored to be in front of the Escovilio empire it's it's a really generous and loving empire very very well done ryan like extremely proud of you
0: well thank you tushar as i tell every guest at the end of the show now that you've been on the Escavelio Show, you are a part of the Escavelio Woo! Empire. If you need, if you need anything, right, Tishar, reach out to me. I am the same person on the <laughs> mic that I am off the
1: mic. You're so the same, sweet, Ryan.
0: And I do it for free, man, because I can. Yes. You know that's that's the power of the Escavelio yes. Empire. Change changing somebody else's life because right. you can. Right, you
1: you're you're not only really building you're not only just podcasting, you're building a lifelong connection and we're here to support the Tushar show, the Good Vibers and the Value Empire are here to support each other in times of need at any time, at any day. So uh, I guess we have a strong community building up and with a few more podcasts and more Q&A with the audience, we'll have some more awesome interaction with them and we'll get to know who our empire is slowly and steadily
0: and what they can right. do right. I'm telling you right. the power is with the people that's right that's what Don said <laughs> you know? right right well thank you Tushar enjoy the rest of your Sunday yes. uh, it's been a, it's, I had a lot of Me fun too. it's been Me wonderful
1: too. so see you again and uh, see you until next time. See you, Esquivelio Empire. And see you, Ryan. It was wonderful. I'd like to
0: thank this week's very special guest for joining us. Thank you. I Hope everything goes well this week. Hope everything goes well for you this week. Remember three things. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. And after you get done loving yourself, go over and check out the website, RyanMichaelEsquivel.com. Have a great week.